This chapter was explosive, exhilarating, blowing away all expectations. And is it finally over? Luffy versus Kaido, it seems to be this is the conclusion for now. We got to wait for the next chapter. That being said, this chapter follows up with the last moves from Luffy and Kaido. And Kaido sort of testing Luffy's psyche, his mental, by telling him you'll never be able to change the world, of course, before the clash is over. That being said, we finally get the Kaido flashbacks we've been craving. We got a little bit with King, but we're finally getting more here, which just quickly summarizes Kaido's life to a certain extent. While I'm a fan of the fact that we're finally getting more Kaido flashbacks, this does feel a bit rushed. We just go through various parts of Kaido's life that I feel there was important dialogue, important characters to introduce and flesh out a bit. Rocks, for example. Of course, this will probably happen later on, but it just felt a bit too quick, just sort of bouncing around everywhere. Anyways, with that being said, Kaido, as a kid, defeating all his ops, uh, merciless, without any mercy. No one is being spared. Of course, quickly growing a reputation of being a strong warrior and then even having Kaido just a big older now in the kingdom of vodka beautiful place to stay hydrated i would say and already questioning the need to give the celestial dragons paying the celestial tribute to the celestial dragons now his nation is one that constantly needs to fight in order to acquire loot and if they're not able to do that and pay the celestial dragons their tribute it's not going to be a good situation for them already starting off with the celestial dragon hate you got to love it we all hate the celestial dragons just as much as the next guy hopefully just as much as the next guy going on from there kaido sort of being I wouldn't say betrayed, but giving up from his town to be used as a political bargaining chip to the Marines. And this is the part where it gets a little bit weird because I'm understanding, all right, the past couple panels, Kaido as a kid in his hometown, but it skips ahead to a point where Kaido escapes from the Marine ship, but it isn't from the Marine ship that he got locked up on for the panel previous. So it looks like he's already escaped that Marine ship and multiple Marine ships to the point where even the Marines in there joke around by saying Kaido only gets locked up purposely to eat the food on the ship and then escape. By the way, Bounty 7 million plus. At this point, it's we've already seen it through the entirety of Wano, but ever since, ever since he was a kid, Kaido has been a force to reckon with. Now, fast forward about two years when he's on the pirate island, he's defeating more OBS, throwing everybody to hands. Listen, he's only 15. And most adults don't want beef with him. You see Kaido right over there with a 15-year-old? Yeah, you don't want to fuck with him. Anybody else? Feel free. But him, you'll die. Most likely, you'll die. And then we finally get this sweet panel of Whitebeard. And I love the fact that we get, I want to say Prime Whitebeard. We got the mustache. We got the bandana. Whitebeard looking clean. But the dialogue feels a bit strange. Just basically saying, hey, you know what? You want to be you want to be a pirate? You want to join us? And Rox has been hearing about you. Now, again, this doesn't get too fleshed out. It's literally like every panel is just a, another event or another part that just doesn't get discussed. It just summarizes what happens there. Now, of course, he joins the Rock Pirates. And then we have people saying how they're unstoppable. And then, of course, they're going to God Valley, God Valley incident where Garp destroyed all of them. The Rock's Pirates disbanded. We know what happens from there. And then some time skip forward to where, you know, Kaido is with King. He's It looks like he's already getting situated with himself and what he wants to do. Being able to understand that power, being a brutal force of nature. Yeah, brutal force of nature sounds good. No, but, you know, to quote him, 
Let's show all these peace-loving nobles the hellish reality of war. Only once worth can truly be gauged in battle where everyone is equal and anarchy reigns free. Kaido still having that mentality and growing it every single time that, you know, a true warrior, being able to test out your strength, that's the best way to gauge to be gauged to find out your true worth and the real notable dialogue on here honestly throughout these flashbacks that i felt could have been the only flashbacks we got here for the way that everything ended is whenever he's talking to king where he says yamato mentioned joy boy and uh you know of course apparently odin wanted wanted to open wano to welcome joy boy and then he's basically telling king hey i know who joy boy is king of course being like who is it? And Joy Boy is going to be the man that defeats me. That was nice. I like that. I was like, okay, I mean, it makes sense. If you consider yourself the strongest being, then Joy Boy, in order to open the borders of Wano, will have to defeat you. Going off from there, we have that one CP0 member sort of flying off. I can't stand the fact nobody dies in one piece sometimes. I could use a little bit more bloodshed, but hey, I'm nitpicking at this point. And we finally get the conclusion to Momonosuke and Yamato, him struggling to make the clouds. He finally makes the clouds and is able to push Onigashima out the way. And I'm loving how the fire festival is setting up the scenery beautifully for Kaido's potential defeat by lighting up the sky with lanterns and people even, you know, riding on their lanterns that for Kaido's destruction, for everything to end, so on and so forth. And then, of course, we have the water rampaging through the buildings where there's any remaining fire, eventually just bundling everybody's reactions to the water. What's going on? Why is the building getting crushed? Yada, 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 so on and so forth. And finally, Luffy gives the beats to Kaido. His punch goes through. It goes through. Kaido is being blasted through the sky. Blasted. I'm talking about to the point where it was just like, you know what? Kaido, why did you even try? Why did you even try? But while this is going on, Luffy gives the answer to Kaido. He tells him, hey, you know what? I just want a world where my friends are able to eat, which really goes full circle with the way some of the citizens of Wano were starving for food. But, you know, to take a couple steps back, Kaido tells him, what kind of world do you wish to make? And then, of course, that's Luffy's answer. A world where my friends can eat as much as they like. That's my kind of world. You know what, Luffy? I'm rocking with you. That's exactly the kind of world I want to live into that I'm currently living in. And just like that, Kaido... Blasted through the sky, straight into the floor, right next to Onigashima. And that's it. It's a done deal. Is it over? Who knows? Um, in its entirety, I mean, definitely the chapter was a roller coaster. I love the fact that we got, just for a little bit, got to see everybody's reaction as far as water, what's going on. But more importantly, where are we going to go from here, especially with the remaining CP0 member? Is he going to attempt to destroy Luffy? I want to be the one to say it looks like the battle is over. This was the climax and conclusion. And from here, we will have to see what's going to happen with Zoe, the Marines that are approaching Wano, and what kind of information are we going to get from here now that the big bad, the Yonko, Kaido himself, the beast, the legendary Kaido, is defeated. And it looks like we're approaching the end game. It was this was um, this was satisfying. This was satisfying. 
I didn't want to go through another cycle of Luffy somehow getting defeated again. Who knows? It, this could change the very next chapter. Getting defeated again, having to eat meat, and then just restarting part 75th of the fight. I still would have loved it either way, but this was pulled out pretty well. The flashbacks, we really didn't get much besides the part where, you know, Kaido sort of questioning Luffy, Luffy's ideal, his conversation with King with Joy Boy. But all the flashbacks we got from Kaido, as great as they were, it's, it's something that we already knew. We already knew about what happened at the God, the God Valley. We already knew for the most part that he was with the Rocks Pirates. So just based off the information we already knew, it's just slightly more fleshed out. Nothing new that could contribute to the theories. I think so. But that's it. One Piece Manga Chapter 1049. Loving it. I'll catch you guys in the next one.